I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. And I believe in vaccinations. And I believe in vaccinations. If you don't vaccinate your kids, it can endanger their lives. The potential downsides of vaccinations are almost non-existent. The cumulative scientific and medical communities are in absolute full agreement that there is basically no reason not to vaccinate your kids. No reason. Which is why I cannot believe we have to make this PSA. I thought we settled this in the 50s. Hey, remember that time you got polio? No, you don't, because your parents got you vaccinated. I did four years of undergrad, four years of medical school, and three years of pediatric residency. I had to go to school for eight years. I'm pretty sure I know what I'm talking about. But you people still won't listen. Now I have to use my only day off to talk to you idiots about vaccines? I want to finish watching Breaking Bad. I'm only halfway through the second season. But instead, I've got to come here because you listened to some moron who read a forwarded email. Perfect. All these people had to set up cameras, lights, sound equipment so that I could tell you to do something we've been doing for a century. Look at all these people. This is stupid. Get your kids vaccinated. Get your kids vaccinated. Get your kids vaccinated. Get your kids vaccinated or lose my number. Get your kids vaccinated, or these doctors may never find out that Walt dies at the end of Breaking Bad. Are you kidding me, dude? Paid for by professionals who know what the hell they're talking about. So tomorrow, as you know, uh, tomorrow, October 11th, at the Woodruff Arts Center, there's going to be the one conversation about the vaccination movement, uh, pro, con, everybody's going to be there. A lot of doctors going to be there. And Del Bigtree, my guest in the studio with me right now, who made the movie Vax. That's right. Um, I got this movie um, when, um, during the election, um, Robert Kennedy came to speak. Yep. And he spoke uh, before Minister Farrakhan spoke at uh, Fox. And I went to see it because I want to hear what Minister Farrakhan was saying, who I should vote for. I was curious. He actually said, don't vote for anybody, which I found fascinating. <laughs> right. He said, he said no, vote for either one of them. And then he criticizes Trump. And I say to myself, well, you, you can't tell people not to vote for either side and then criticize the guy that won. Right. Like, that's kind of stacking the deck in your favor. However, the most fascinating part of that whole entire thing that I went to was Robert Kennedy speaking yeah. about vaccinations, and they gave us the DVD. Uh, at least the press got it, um, the DVD. So I wanted to ask you, I want to have you on to talk about that documentary. Yeah. Um, what is Vaxxed? What was it about? Well, I was working as a producer on the daytime talk show, The Doctors. I won an Emmy Award on that show for six years, I, you know, medical talk show. Um, I was uh, uh, tipped off to a story that there was a whistleblower at the CDC that had come forward and was claiming that vaccines, that the, the safety studies being done by the CDC um, were fraudulent and that they actually knew that vaccines can cause autism and they hid that from the public. Um, that story was handed to me by a doctor. He said in two weeks this whistleblower is coming forward. He's a top scientist at the CDC. I couldn't cover that story on my show because the doctors was being funded by a lot of pharmaceutical advertising. Gotcha. Um, I did pitch it. I wanted to do it. But, like, are you, are you kidding? We're not going to piss off the CDC and get involved in this. Right. So that started my investigation. But I thought, you know, in two weeks, this guy, he's either real or he's not. He's going to step forward somewhere on social media, imagine, make this statement. And then Fox News, MSNBC, everyone's going to jump all over this. If this is true, if we have a top scientist at the CDC saying that they're committing scientific fraud in the, the safety studies for vaccines... That's the biggest story in medicine, right? certainly in a decade, maybe in my entire life. Right. And uh, so sure enough, two weeks later, 
guys online. I hear his words. He's saying things like, every time I see a child with autism, I feel guilty. I can't believe we did what we did. We manipulated these studies. Um, and I was like, wow, okay, great. Crickets. Nobody covered it. No, no New York Times, no Fox, no MSNBC. And a guy said his name. He, he came out. He was out. there, recorded, he, you know, and, and, and the truth is the whole story revolves around the fact that he didn't know he was being recorded while he was confessing this entire thing over um, the four different phone calls, multiple hours of information he laid out to a fellow scientist that started recording it. And people say, well, I mean, he, he didn't know he was being recorded, so how's that fair? To me, he's the cleanest whistleblower we've ever had. This guy didn't have an axe to grind. He didn't right. have. He wasn't trying to like bust his his his, his he top was just officials. Giving he was just like unloading how bad he felt about what he'd done. So that got put out online, and then he backed it up. He got a whistleblower lawyer and came out, you know, and said, "Yes, I did say those things. Yes, I stand behind those things. Though I did not know it was recorded, you know, that shouldn't be out there." So fascinating story no one wanted to cover it and i i ended up you know long story of how you end up making that's a movie a getting involved but but i had to leave my my job as a as a top you know medical producer to make that film which as many people know got kicked out of tribeca film festival and is probably one of the most controversial documentaries ever made um and think about that we got into tribeca i couldn't do it on tv no one on tv will cover this story because 75 percent of all advertising now on television is coming from the pharmaceutical industry they're not going to let me do the story right they wouldn't let fox do it wouldn't let msnbc didn't matter who you were so i thought a film at least a film isn't censored how do you censor a film we get into tribeca film festival i don't know that one of their sponsors is a pharmaceutical sponsor and they shut it down. and then they even robert de niro stood up for a film and he and he started the festival he couldn't even keep it in the festival. That's how powerful this lobby in this industry is. Let's uh, 844-404-1067. I'm in the studio with Dell Bigtree, the producer of Vaxxed, the movie, um, which talks about the CD. What's this guy's name? So is Dr. He... William Thompson is still still employed by the CDC. He has a whistleblower attorney that protects him that can't take his job away. He's one of our top vaccine safety scientists. So, so the story goes like this. He and five other scientists were all tasked in, in early 2000 to look at the MMR vaccine, the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine. Does it cause autism? Because there was this huge hoopla going on in the U.K. where a doctor, Dr. Andy Wakefield, was saying it um, did. The, but then part of the, the part of the debunking of that portion of the, I guess, the, the, what the, the pro-vaccination people say, the pro-vaccine myth is, I guess, the debunking of it, it says that once that study came out, 10 of the 13 doctors who were part of that study all said, take my name off of it. And and studies that came out afterwards say they found no um, uh, no relationship between autism and vaccines. And one of the more compelling arguments I've heard made by the other side, if you will, let's sure. call it two sides. Yeah. One of the more compelling arguments that I've read is that they found that autism develops in the utero. Before kids even get vaccinations, do you want to respond to that? Yeah, there's actually not an, there's not any real scientist that will stand behind that statement. It's still a hypothesis, and the problem you have with it was originally that was the truth with autism. Autism was called it was the original when we found it in 1938. First appeared 1938, 43 was the first published documents. We've got a couple of handful of kids that have an issue we've never seen in an insane asylum or anywhere else in the world. For the hundreds of years we've been studying psycho issues, right. you know. So it was a brand new issue, and they called it, they blamed it on refrigerator moms because they said these babies don't connect to their mom. They don't look their mom in the eyes. They don't touch them because the moms are cold, and it's the coldness of the mother so they blame the that mothers. causes autism. 
Uh, and it was originally started at birth. As soon as they were born, they just weren't connecting with the mother. But then in the 1980s and 90s, we started seeing a new form of autism where kids were developing perfectly normally. They were talking. They were touching their parents. They were looking their parents in the eyes. And then they regressed into autism. For a long time, there was an argument in science. Are we going to call this autism? Even though it has many of the same attributes, it's, it's happening but it's later. it's happening later It's happening life. later. Gotcha. And so that killed the idea that it's happening in utero. Why do we have these? Why has it changed? Why are they perfectly healthy? Because it's, you know, it's, I think, more and more, they're starting to admit it. They're now adding in an environmental issue as part of this. Like, they and don't so, know how or why. So environmental issue is a pseudonym for Meaning vaccination it's, well, or environment? Anything. It's, anything. It's any environmental insult. But I think, you know, when you think about toxins in our air, our water, our food, the pollution, all those things are all could be contributing to this issue. Believe me, I don't think vaccines are the only cause of autism. And I do think there's autism that happens in utero. But that could also be toxins coming into the mother while the baby's being born. Right. But when you think about toxins, toxins injected straight into the body, into the bloodstream that don't leave the body, aluminum, mercury, formaldehyde, polysorbate 80, borax, these things are in your vaccines, and they can't get out. It's not going through your digestive system. It's not You're not passing it through your body. Once you inject it, it's, it's far more toxic. I think that makes it one of the more dangerous environmental insults we have. It's, uh, we're in a studio with Dale Bigtree, uh, uh, producer of the movie Vaxxed. Uh, the event is tomorrow, October 11th, Woodruff Arts Center. Uh, Going to take your questions next, 844-404-1067. Every day at 625 and 725, we play a song of the day, something to get you up. This my wife and I watched last night on American Music Awards, Dua Lipa. One Kiss, the name of the song is. And they performed it last night. This is live for the American Music Awards. And at the end of the performance, they had two girls, like, literally tongue down each other's throat, kissing each other on the stage. The name of the song is One Kiss. So family programming. Exactly. It was like maybe 9 o'clock. And they had two girls, obviously two girls, not androgynous and you know what I mean? Two women kissing. And my wife said, is that? I can't believe they're showing that. And I, and I looked at her and I said, yeah, that's crazy. An American Music Awards with a song like this, which is clearly targeted to 16, 24-year-olds. Right. And it's a girl singing, so it's women, girls, and you have two girls openly on the stage kissing at the end of the song. But hopefully it gets you up in the morning. I never had a problem. With, well, let me stop there. Um, Dell Bigtree is in the studio with me. <laughs> I don't want to go there. No. Let me leave that alone. Matt's looking at me. When Matt starts shaking his head, you know you've crossed the line. So Matt, Dell Bigtree is in the studio with us. Vax the movie. I want to ask you, you, you talked about when we were... Uh, Donald Trump, off air, we yes, had a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Donald Trump supported this during his campaign. I know he sat with Robert Kennedy, who's been out in front about this. Yeah. Where is Donald Trump on this issue right now? Well, I mean, I, we don't know right now. I do work a lot with Bobby Kennedy, which, I mean, think about that mix. You know, Bobby Kennedy, Donald Trump in the same room. You couldn't have two polar and, opposites, And I first really. saw this entire issue when right. Bobby Kennedy was on a stage with Louis Farrakhan talking about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So so Bobby Kennedy, I mean, first of all, the guy is dedicated. He's putting a family legacy. I mean, that's a royal family in, right. in America. In I mean, America, look at it. absolutely. So for him to step forward and, and get on this issue of vaccines, people should really be listening to it, especially since he's also 
the top environmental attorney in the world. I mean, he just won a lawsuit against Monsanto for $300 million yep. on glyphosate. This is a guy that's fighting for health and people and children. Uh, if you're not listening to him, then I don't know who you should be listening to. Um, but uh, look, at Donald Trump met with, with Bobby Kennedy early you know, on in his presidency. He said, I want you to run a vaccine safety commission. And then Bobby came out on CNN, said he was going to do that. And then the Trump administration sort of usual to form all of a sudden pulled back. So, no, no, we're not doing that. And there's all right. confusion, all this. But the so you is, think he got pressure from. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look, the pharmaceutical industry is the most powerful lobby in Washington. They're outspending oil and gas two to one, twice as much wow. money pharma is spending why buying need, politicians. Why and controlling does what they say. why does big pharma have to spend that kind of money in D.C. if what they're doing is helping people? Right. Good question. You know, first of all, do we do we trust pharma? They they bring you oxycotton. They the entire opioid epidemic that's pharma. Vioxx killed seventy thousand people. Went to court. They had to pay out three billion dollars for having lied about the safety. They, that's Merck. They're the same ones that make all of your childhood vaccines. People have got to stop thinking there's like a room full of angels at the pharmaceutical industries making vaccines. It's the same sick people that are just out to make money that lie to us all the time. That's why the lawyers sit there going, "If you've been injured by blah 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 blah, call me at whatever." But you can't sue with vaccines. We've cr- created an indemnity. They are totally protected from liability on this one product. It's crazy. Let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go to Austin. Austin, do you have a question for our guest, Dale Bigtree? Hey, Shelley. Hey, Dale. Um, it's good to talk to you. Regarding what you said on the vaccines and big pharma, I personally agree with you. While I do think there needs to be more work done, I would not be surprised at all to see if there is a link between vaccines and at least some cases of autism. Now, I do have to admit that I think there is more to it than just vaccines, because when you think about it, of all the chemicals we are pumping into our bodies, of all the industrial pollutants that are getting into our water, and personally, I deal with this in my studies, and as a water treatment technician, you would be surprised how many cases of lead, um, copper, mercury, too, how big of a problem that can be in some of our local water sources. You take that plus all the crap they put in vaccines, I would am honestly not it's a surprised storm. by I mean, you, it the really is a perfect process. storm. The, the environmental kids you, are awesome. growing up in, they're getting hit from all sides. And people will say to me, Dell, how do you know it's not the food, the air, the water that's part of this? And I always say, look, we should be spending millions and millions of dollars investigating all those things. Like we said, glyphosate, this is a product sprayed on all of our crops now. And right. it's, and it's, we a, eat it's that. a toxic we buy chemical. Stuff, We're right. eating it all the time. And you're not just getting right. that stuff off but, by but rinsing the, it off. Here's the one reason I think vaccines is, is, is a little different. We're talking about a rise in autoimmune disease. So remember when you were a kid, you know, back 1980s, let's say, we were getting about 10, 11 vaccines by the time we were 18. Now we're giving 72 vaccines by the time we're 18. In that same exact time period, we've gone from having 12.8% in the 80s, 12.8% chronic illness. So that's either autoimmune disease or a neurological well, now disorder. Now, what's an autoimmune disease? So that means your body's attacking itself. It's confused. Okay. Your, your immune system is attacking your own body. It's seeing your own blood vessels, your cells, different parts of your body, diabetes, as an enemy, and it's attacking you. So what I say is this. If we have an increase in autoimmune disease, we've gone from 12.8% to now 54% of America's children have a chronic illness, either a neurologic dis- disorder or an autoimmune disease, shouldn't we be looking most closely at the one product that's designed to alter your immune system for life? That's what it does. If you ask someone how a vaccine works, they say, well, it tricks your immune system into thinking it's had a disease. We're not tricking that immune system one time, 10 times, 20 times, 50 72 times, times, 72 times. Denise, Something's gone really what's your wrong. question for Del Bigtree, uh, producer of the movie Vax the Movie? 
Yes, thank you for taking my call. Um, I, my question is this, and if we take all of that, what you just said, sir, all, both of you, and you, Mr. Um, Mr. Uh, Shelley, if we take all of this into consideration, what kind of country does that really speak to you as? Because I know, as I mentioned to your screener, you are a fervent, fervent promoter of, you know, an open free market as in capitalistic society. Right. Even if a third of even if a third of it is true, let's just throw it out because I know you like to give people the benefit of the doubt, Mr. Shelley. Right. Even if only a third of it is true, that's still bad. Would you not agree? I, okay? I would agree, but I don't think it has. I, I, I understand where you're going, Denise. Um, I want to answer that question, and then I'll have Dell answer that question. I think the the beauty of the free market system is that you're allowed to have a Dell Big Tree tell you what he thinks, and then you make a decision on your own. So that's the beauty of the free market system. If we didn't have a capitalist system, then you would just be told that you put this in your body, and you have no fight against putting it in your body. So the free market system says, hey, you have a choice. Do you want this for your children? That's why we're bringing you the information. I understand what you're trying to go with this, but I think the beauty beauty of the free market system is that you're allowed to say, hey, I don't want this in my system. And if more people listen and, and, and weigh the benefits and the, and the, and the uh, 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 negatives, I guess, if you will, of vaccinating their children, maybe that now you start to affect, affect that, um, that system, uh, Denise. Does that answer your question? Well, for the most part, but in, in also in, in, in keeping with what you just said, I take all that into consideration, and yet you have a system, because it is such a, a powerful system, that is that was allowed and to shut him down. He's having, if you will, he's having to go But is that capitalism? Is that, is that capitalism? Even, like, let me jump in here, because go I don't even think it's as much about being shut down. This is a product that's being forced on our children. You can't go to school. You can't get an education. You can't get the things that America is supposed to offer you if you don't vaccinate. So we don't have a choice. It isn't a free market anymore, and more and more laws are taking that away from us. And and by the way, Healthy People 2020 on Health and Human Services website, they want to force vaccinate all adults now, too. You're not going to have a choice. You're not going to be able to work. You're not going to be able to get on a bus. You're not going to be on a plane. This is a product that is moving outside of a normal market system. It has no liability. You cannot sue. It, these protections by a government go against the fabric of what America stands for, which is freedom of choice. I should have the freedom to not have to vaccinate my child. I see that children, the sickest they've ever been, more children dying in America than we've ever seen before. Sickest nation of children in the industrialized world. Every stat says so. I just want to say, because I know we're running out of time, people should get out and march right now. We're in front of the CDC all day in the Children's March for Truth. And then tomorrow, of course, One Conversation. It's going to be online. Go to oneconversationatatime.com so that you can uh, see how to stream it on YouTube. You're going to see the truth. We have scientists. These are not, we are not a bunch of hippies like carrying crystal balls. Real scientists from British Columbia, from all over the world, doctors that have come and are studying this are now saying we have problems with these vaccines. This is time for a debate. I'm not saying just believe me. I'm saying it is time for all medicine. CDC has to step up to our debate. They've got to stop running from us because too many children being injured by this product. That march is going on when? Today? Right now. Right, right now, now as we speak until 2 o'clock. Go out in front of the CDC. People are gathered there because we are tired of a government that is not giving us a choice, that is not investigating safety, that is, it is protecting the pharmaceutical industry on a product that's injected new children. And here's the truth. Bobby Kennedy and I, we went to the National Institute of Health. Donald Trump set that up. Donald Trump does still care about this. And one of the things we discovered when we talked to the heads of our health department, there has never been a proper safety study of a single vaccine you give your kid. The double-blind inert placebo study where you test it against a placebo has never been done on a single childhood vaccine. I can say that confidently. They can't sue me. That's the truth. They are not using the scientific method. They cannot say these are safe scientifically. Dale Bigtree, producer of the movie Vaxxed.
tonight. Uh, the March is in front of the CDC. After I'm going there after work, I think, and check it out, get some sound from it. Also, tomorrow, Woodruff Arts Center, October 11th, 4 to 8.15 p.m. Um, there's still tickets available for the one conversation at a time.com.